Hello, this is Sunil from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday the 22nd of October. India recorded 15,786 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours pushing the total infection tally to over 3.41 crore. The number of new infections is significantly lower than yesterday's count of 18,454 cases. With 231 deaths in the past 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 453,042. Prime Minister Modi addressed the nation today to congratulate the country for achieving the milestone of administering 100 crore COVID vaccine doses since the vaccination drive began in January. In his speech, the Prime Minister said that India's vaccination milestone is a response to all those who doubted the country's ability to vaccinate such a mammoth population and fight the pandemic. He went on to say that India's vaccination drive was based on the principle that if the disease does not discriminate then there cannot be partiality in vaccination either. We ensured that the VIP culture did not dominate the vaccination campaign, he said. He further added that the achievement of administering 100 crore vaccine doses is the image of a new India and the beginning of a new chapter in history. However, the prime minister also cautioned people to remain vigilant and not become careless with regard to the coronavirus. He also urged people to continue wearing their masks and resorted to an analogy from the battlefield to make his point, stating that weapons are not thrown away while the war is on. It is however important to note that only 31% of a population is fully vaccinated at this point and 76% of people have only received the first dose. A man has been arrested today for the incident that took place at the Singhu protest site yesterday where the victim Manoj Paswan who was transporting chicken was assaulted by a Nihang Sikh for not giving it to him for free. The incident comes just days after a mob of Nihang Sikhs brutally killed a daily wage laborer at a farmer's protest site near the Delhi Haryana border. Ravi Kumar, station house officer of the Kunli police station, told the Indian Express that the accused a nihang by the name of navin was arrested in the case and an fir was lodged he will be produced in the court today two videos of the claimed victim manoj paswan have gone viral on social media in which he is shown laying in a hospital bed and describing his ordeal paswan claims he was transporting chicken from a poultry farm when he was stopped at the singhu border protest site by a person who requested for free chicken he alleges that he was assaulted with a weapon that looked like an axe for refusing to cooperate Mr Paswan alleges that he informed the man that he is answerable to the shop owners and that the person could buy the chicken directly from a nearby poultry farm. I even gave him the invoice slip as proof, he said. Mr Paswan alleged that as he was taking out the invoice, the accused discovered that Mr Paswan had a hand-rolled cigarette on him, which enraged him and he ended up assaulting Mr Paswan. This is the second incident of violence by members of the Nihang sect at the Singhu Borders Farmers Protest site. We'll bring more updates about the incident as they come. Listeners, news from the legacy media outlets has been marred with factual inaccuracies, especially so when it comes to reporting on the farmers' protest. A case in point being the recent spine-chilling murder by the Nihangs at the Singhu border, where our television news anchors who were engrossed in rousing inflammatory narratives and were using the incident as a tool to call an end to the farmers' protest. Media outlets were less occupied about reporting on the incident and more busy in using the incident as a hook to delegitimize the protest which is being carried out by the farmers across the country at multiple locations against the farm laws. 
News Laundry reporters Basant and Deeksha went on the ground to investigate the incident and reported an eyewitness detail of the gruesome killing that happened that day. Gurjeet, a protester who was staying just tents away from where the incident took place, gave News Laundry a detailed account of the incident. You can read the full report titled "We Don't Get in the Nihang's Way: Eyewitnesses Detail a Night of Horror at Singhu," exclusively on the newslaundry.com website. Listeners, these reports will show you the difference between reporting on the ground and the angry commentary you'll hear from some TV news studios. And if you prefer the first, support our journalism because we can't continue our work without your support. We are a hundred percent ad-free news platform running solely on the support of our subscribers. Head on to newslaundry.com and hit that subscription button on the top right corner. Subscriptions start as low as rupees three hundred a month. A level four fire broke out on the nineteenth floor of a residential high-rise in South Mumbai's Lower Parel area today. Mumbai Mayor Kishori Pednekar and other senior district officials reached the spot to oversee the rescue operation soon after the incident. Visuals from the scene showed a man falling from the building's 19th floor which was engulfed in flames. The man, identified as Arun Tiwari, was immediately rushed to the hospital where he was declared dead. Over 19 people have been rescued so far by the police department. According to the mayor, the fire broke out due to a short circuit at a flat in a 60-floor high-rise building. He also added that the firefighting system of the building was non-operational and that the management needs to be punished for it. The bail application of JNU student Sharjeel Imam, who was arrested in 2019 for allegedly making inflammatory speeches and inciting violence in the Jamia Nagar area, was dismissed by a Delhi Sessions Court today, stating that the contents of his speech tend to have a debilitating effect on communal peace and harmony. Additional Sessions Judge Anuj Agarwal, in his order, stated that a cursory and plain reading of the speech dated 13th December 2019 reveals that the same is clearly on communal and divisive lines. The Indian Express reported. The court said today that, in my view, the tone and tenor of the incendiary speech tends to have a debilitating effect upon public tranquility, peace, and harmony of the society. The court, however, observed that the evidence that rioters got incited by his speech and indulged in acts of rioting is scanty and sketchy. The court observed the following in the context of a rally against the Citizenship Amendment Bill that took place on December fifteenth, twenty nineteen. A crowd of about three thousand people assaulted police officers and set fire to numerous cars in the Jamia Nagar neighborhood. The prosecution alleged that the crowd was sparked by Imam's anti-CANRC remarks outside Jamia Millia Islamia University. Governor of Meghalaya Satyapal Malik claims that he was promised a rupees three hundred crore bribe if he approved the dealings of Ambani, an Arashya Swayamsevak Sangh official, during his tenure in Jammu and Kashmir. The scroll reported. Satyapal Malik had been appointed as the Jammu and Kashmir governor on August twenty-first, twenty eighteen. He was then transferred to Goa in October 2019. In a video released on Twitter yesterday, Malik, who is currently the governor of Meghalaya, stated that shortly after he was transferred to Jammu and Kashmir, two files came to him: one in which Ambani was involved, and the other in which a top RSS official was involved. Satyapal alleges that he was explicitly told that a scam was going on and that he would be paid 150 crores for clearing each file. Satyapal however said that he had cancelled both the deals. According to PTI, one of the files the governor was referring to was related to a health insurance policy for government employees, journalists and pensioners in the former state of Jammu and Kashmir, according to the news agency. 
For this policy, the administration had partnered with Reliance General Insurance, which is a part of the Reliance Group, headed by Anil Ambani, the Press Trust of India reporter. The Deputy Inspector General of Police, Opindra Kumar Agarwal, who is leading the special investigation team examining the Lakhimpur Kheri tragedy, has been transferred and appointed as the DIG of Konda Range by the Uttar Pradesh government today. Agarwal, an IPS officer from the 2005 batch, was assigned to the UP Director General of Police Headquarters in Lucknow. According to the Additional Director General for Law and Order, Prashant Kumar, Agarwal will continue to head the special investigation team despite his new posting. The Indian Express reported that the new posting has surprised everyone because Lakhimpur Kheri district does not fall under the Gonda range but is under the Lucknow range. It is unusual for such transfers to happen. However, it is also important to note that five other IPS officers have also been transferred by the state government today. During a film scene shooting, United States movie star Alec Baldwin discharged a prop gun on the set. killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins and wounding director Joel Souza according to the authorities the incident happened on the set of the independent feature film Rust at the Bonanza Creek Ranch which is a production facility south of Santa Fe New Mexico's capital according to the police no charges have been filed yet regarding the incident said the police adding that they are investigating the shooting and interviewing witnesses Hutchins was flown by helicopter to the University of New Mexico hospital where she was declared dead while director Souza was brought by an ambulance to Christus St Vincent Regional Medical Center for treatment of his injuries actress Frances Fisher a co-star in the movie tweeted today that Joel Souza was out of the hospital that's all the news we have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please